Hello and welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We're your hosts, Rachel Paul and Vicki Collier. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, Vicki. So we've uh, last week we were talking about um, efficiency and value and mm-hmm. waste, and I think sure. this is so important. Yeah. So I know we get a lot of questions on this topic, so we're going to dive even deeper into this and. Um, we're going to spend some time today talking about what are the common types of waste in a practice. I know we we hit on it last sure. week, but I really want to dive deeper into this. We had a lot of response from that podcast. Right. So let's let's just go through and talk about that. What are some of the areas of waste that you see when you're in offices? I'll bet that the, the thing that people mention most is they feel like they're wasting their time waiting for things. Mm-hmm. It could be waiting for insurance verification or waiting for paperwork, oh my waiting gosh, for yes. medical history and paperwork. Um, you could you could spend all day waiting for paperwork <laughs> if you allowed your patients to, to take that long. Um, waiting for the Doctor, sorry, waiting for the doctor to come mm-hmm. to the exam, which we can't blame the doctor always. We got to get a plan for that. You know, right. we know the doctor is working just as hard as we are. So, I also see a, a big area is waiting to check out. Oh like yes, bottlenecks the bottleneck at, at the checkout? front desk at the checkout can yeah. always be a biggie. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. How nobody they're ready to go when it's time to go. Yeah. No one that can undo some of the good things that you have done for that first fifty-five minutes of that appointment. You can undo some of that by having to wait in line behind three people to check out. Absolutely, so, you're ready to go. Yes, absolutely, yes. <laughs> you got to get back to work. So if you've got patients who are waiting then mm-hmm. for you, um, so that's a biggie. How are you handling that? Um, you know, waiting for, for materials, waiting for uh, instruments. Uh, I had one office that didn't have enough instruments, and they were waiting for things to come out of the sterilizer. You know, what do you think the solution to that should be? Well, order. get some more instruments. Yeah, yeah that's right. But so, instead, we'll just keep waiting. That's right. You know, so these the days when we teach this training is sort of a eureka moment yeah. because you know we all go through doing the same thing over and over and over Preachers and over and over it. and over. And it's not that we we just don't realize that there's anything wrong with what we're doing. So some days you, it's like a, you know being hit in the head with a Frisbee. Like, wh- wh- why have I been doing this all along the same way? So. I think the best is uh, the story of the office where the assistant was, um, she would take all their, their pans. Oh, and, yes, I've heard this. And cut the edge. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were like, why are you doing that? Well, they fit. <laughs> They go in the charts, but then they, they went chartless. Like two years before yes. or something. <laughs> so, so she's still been cutting she's the edge on these panoramics, but, and they were digital. <laughs> yes, but I think it's just because, like, we were just we're just creatures of habit. Yes, we're you just, just going to do yeah. What, yeah. What, we, right. what we've always been right. doing. And so these days are great for identifying that. So if you have, um, you know, if you find yourself waiting for information, We've got to figure out a way to overcome that. You know, uh, there's got to be a plan. There's got to be a system in place that right. can. It may not work every time. One of my sayings is firm in principle, flexible in procedure. Ooh, you I know, like that this saying. is one that my dentist used to always come up with. You know, you got to have a plan and be firm, but know that you're going to have to flex sometimes. Right. So if you've got a, a, you know, get a plan in place for making that better. Knowing that sometimes it's not going to work out, you know, mm-hmm. you had those one-offs, but uh, but but waiting is not good for the team, and it also is not good for the patient because the patient pretty well knows that they're waiting for something. So I actually um, think time is you know waiting is one of the 
Number yeah. one reasons why a patient would leave a practice. Like oh, they, sure. And I've seen that in, happen. If oh, yeah. To wait constantly. Yeah. I mean, we live, I know yeah. we've said this before, we live in this microwave culture where people want things now. I mean, they want in, they want out. Right, right. I had a doctor tell me he, he has very thorough new patient exams and he spends, they spend three hours. Oh, God. And I told him, I was, I was like, I'm sorry. I would never, oh, ever come I would, back to Me either. Practice. No, if you, if you keep me there for three hours. But like in his mind, they were just creating it, so much no. value. But if you do it right, you can create. Less value. is more. <laughs> you can create more value in less time if yeah, you do it right. Sure. Absolutely. I, I always say that quality over quantity is sometimes what you need to do. So, you know, figure out those ways. Um, you know, are you waiting for, like the materials? Are you waiting for, for instruments? Are you, um, does this mean someone needs to be in charge of sterilization? Does this mean that someone, you know, you need to order more instruments? Does this mean, you know, that we need to have a centralized parking spot for the x-ray sensor? I, I don't know, you know, yeah. but but look and see what are those things that you find keep you waiting and, and sit down with, with team members and figure out how we're going to overcome this. Yeah, you know? I think waiting is a huge one. Um, I also feel like uh, skills is another area of waste. Like that, I feel yeah. like a lot of doctors are really underutilizing the capabilities of their team, yeah, whether for sure. it's assistants or sure. hygienists or... One thing I see, there are so many states that the, the hygienist can give anesthetic. Mm -hmm. um, and it always surprises me when, when I say, okay, well, are you uh, giving anesthetic to the doctor's patients before he comes in? And, and they say, what? Uh, what? You yeah. know? And so I've had so many offices that have, that has been a godsend for them because the, the hygienist can go in anesthetize all the doctor's patients. Mm -hmm. He's doing whatever it is he needs to be doing, or she, and then um, he can walk right in and, and get started. Um, and they said that has made a, the biggest difference. And I was in an office where they're in need of an associate. Um, they're trying hard to find one. They're in an area where it hasn't worked out so far, or not the area necessarily, but it just hasn't worked out. But they were concerned because the doctor was working really, really hard. They were trying to keep things afloat. They had a massive number of patients who were wanting to get in. So they found that the hygienist going in and using her skills to anesthetize patients were, helped him and his team. He was oh, able to I'm do sure other things. Do a lot oh, more. sure, sure. I know um, I used to live in Colorado, and so I, you can get anesthetic uh -huh, there. Mm -hmm. And I, I anesthetized all of the doctor's yeah, patients. And I love he, that. And he loved it. And honestly, it was great for me, too, because if I knew that they need to restore to work, yeah. I'd go ahead and sure. get them numb. And the next right. thing you know, I can do my thing and I don't have to worry mm -hmm. about it. So I think great. about how many times I had to wait for the doctor to come to give anesthetic when I was doing scaling and root planning. Yeah. You know, it, and then you're, you're, you're on a roll. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, my doctor used to say, I know there's a heaven if I get there and there's not a hygienist to check. And I said, I know how you feel, buddy. But, you know, him having to stop what he was doing and then come back in again to my room to give anesthetic, I know frustrated him as well. Right. Um, so, you know, making sure that, that hygienists are as using all of their skills right. that they can use in their state. But Well, this is what I always recommend. Go through, list all your all your team members and list out, like, what, what are they... What do you need a license to do, first of all? What right. do you sure. not need a license sure. to do? I know every state's different. Right. And, you know, that you've got expanded duties and mm -hmm. you've got all this. So go through and list out, like, what can they do? And you know, I have a lot of assistants, too, that would used to come to me and say, gosh, you know, I... Like, I really want to do this, but the doctor just doesn't want to let it go. Right. right? Oh, that's a, that's a biggie. So yeah. I think that just goes back into training. But if you do the proper, take the time to train them to where you sure. feel comfortable with them right. taking over You're going to have to build this, that trust. You do. Mm -hmm. But once you do that, 
you can produce so much more. Oh, sure. You're you only just... want the, the dentist to be doing what he or she is legally required, uh, able to do. Right. Everything else should be delegated. Yes, that you need your license to do, um, which is not, you know, making a temporary, which is not packing cord, which is not a whole lot of other things. Right. Um, use those assistants. Uh, assistance, I always recommend get every certification that you possibly can in your practice so that it makes you more valuable. I also think it empowers them. I think the same like thing. They yeah. have much yeah. more pride yeah. in their job sure. when you can release some of that responsibility mm -hmm. over Be good to at them. what you do and do the best that you can and then uh, go as far as you can in your in your in your area of, of expertise. Yeah. Um, I was in an office and the doctor had three assistants and I love this doctor too. I can I can see his face right now. But he was killing himself mm -hmm. because I was there observing, and he was work. He was making cr temporary crowns, and his assistants were just standing around looking for something to do. And I said, "What is this about?" And he said, "Well, my patients they expect me to make those." I said, "No, they don't. No. <laughs> they don't know." Uh -huh. And I said, "No wonder you're going home so exhausted every night because you're the only one working. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's not how this is supposed to work." Well, and then um, also, they, I bet the assistants are kind of feeling like, "Why they were, am I in here?" Yes, here? they wanted to be <laughs> able to get their up, turning they, the room around. They wanted to get their hands in there. You know, the the front desk was concerned about him because he was tired, and and and, and I said, "No." that's not how this is supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, so, you know, utilizing those assistants and encouraging them to, to be the best they can at, at what they do, training them to be to be you, training them right. to do the, the things the same way and that you would do that. the same thing with, I, I, you know, I know we've talked about this when we talked about accelerated hygiene, uh, but a lot of hygienists have asked me this recently. You know, how we really want to incorporate accelerated hygiene into our practice, and that goes back to skills. It does. You get a great hygiene assistant in there, and they are your mini-me, yes. right? They yes, just, They should yes. be a reflection. They should say what you yes. say. So there, it does take training, but same thing with a hygienist. I say you should only be doing what a hygienist is yeah. licensed to mm -hmm. do. Yeah. Really. Sure, think about, sure. Think about that. I mean, we, when we think about this particular training day we talk about, the efficiency and streamlining, they realize that if they could keep the patient, uh, there was an office that realized if they could keep the patient in one one op, and that the team came to the patient rather than the patient moving around, that that the hygienist came in and did what she was licensed to do, mm -hmm. and it only took about 22 minutes when it averaged oh, yeah. out. Now I'm oh, saying yeah. not advocating for 22 minute probies. Don't kill but me, like but a, but a but, scale and, of polish. Mm -hmm. If, if you're a healthy yes, patient, a healthy it should patient. take about 22. Yes, minutes. yeah. It shouldn't take longer. So than that. someone else was taking the X-rays, and so that hygienist was able to move from person to person to person and see a lot more people. The patient, I'm sure was thrilled not to have to be have grabbing to her junk off the, you know, the, the purse <laughs> off the hook and carrying it somewhere else yeah. and um, just a, a much more efficient. For sure, for um, sure. So yeah, utilize your, think about the skills that, you, the skill sets that you have in your practice and where can you leverage that? Right, right. Um, I also see a lot with, um, with defects. That's a yeah. huge way. Redos, having to do oh things over and over again, double work. Um, you know, are there are there mistakes being made that now someone's got to go back and clean up? Um, are you having to, uh, you know, are there mistakes being made with the insurance claims? You know, right. are you finding that insurance claims aren't getting paid? They're asking for more information. By all means, make sure that you get as much information the first time. Right. You know, um, I think that's important. Yeah, when you're on the phone, go ahead and get as much as you can. Yeah. Um, I also think one area I know we worked on this in our practice. I worked in a pediatric practice. We had um, hygiene assistants, and our doctor, thankfully, was extremely particular mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. the radiographs. There yes. could not be yeah. any overlap whatsoever. Sure. So um, we were having issues with with 
x-rays coming through mm -hmm. and then the hygienist would review them and then you know, we uh -huh. clear them yeah. to go to mm -hmm. the check chair. Um, and then we we're like, one day I'm like, you know, this, we have too many reviews. Yeah. yeah. So we had one girl who was really awesome at it. One of the assistants was And I'll bet you're going to say she was the teacher of everyone she else at did. that point. So yeah. what we did yeah. is we, we spent time with her training every other person until they were up to speed. Absolutely. And I will tell you that was a game changer. Yes. It saved so much time right. of having to do reduce because right. they were waiting and then here's the doctor, you know, if she when she comes to the check chair, mm -hmm. she's ready to do those checks. Sure. And if we didn't have And if you didn't have the the, the right x-ray or mm -hmm. the next uh, an x-ray or one that was good, I can just see the eyes rolling now. I oh, can just know yeah. my oh, Well, oh, she that. trained us to know, don't even put them in. Yeah, like, don't even bother. But yeah. we had to train the assistants to get it down to where we yeah. weren't having to send so many back. And one thing I always will recommend is exactly like you said is to find the person in the office who does it the best mm -hmm. and get them to show you their techniques and then do more of them. If we're yes. not good at something, we tend to shy away from it. Yep. If you want a really good impression, you probably don't want me to do oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, but it, and so I shied away from that because yeah. I thought, okay, I know I'm terrible at this. I don't have time to, to get this any better at this. I, I'd get an assistant in and she would do it and she was great every time. But if I had done more of those, so you got, you've got to do more of what you're not good at. Right. Um, because the opposite of that, you, you tend to want to avoid it. So That's funny. We should say that. Um, I was at the dentist not too long ago getting um, a new set of whitening trays. Mm -hmm. And the hygienist was a newer hygienist. Mm -hmm. And she was taking my trays. And I could tell she was a little nervous because she wasn't <laughs> in her comfort zone. And probably, right. too, because she knew I was a hygienist. Right, right. But I told her, she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like... No, no, no. Mm -hmm. This is practice. This is perfect. Yes, this is yeah. exactly what you're yeah, doing. Exactly. And it did take her three times. Well, that's but okay. she yeah. got it. And yeah. I, you know, I'm like, I'm probably the perfect person for you to practice on because I've been in your shoes. Yes. I remember and I've been when the guinea we pig. went on the whitening kick in mm -hmm. our practice. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was like a year out of hygiene school. I had never even taken an impression right. since hygiene school. Well, I could take a great impression on myself, but couldn't get one on anybody oh, else. Really? I thought, now, why can't I get the same feeling? Because I could yeah. tell him. Yeah, so that's funny. But I guess, you know, a good point is... You know, have your people that are really good at it. I had an assistant work with me on um, impressions, and the more I did it, the more comfortable I got. But for sure, that's going to waste time sure. if you don't take the time to build that, right. that skill up, right? Right. Um, what are any other areas of waste that you you see a lot in offices? Um, probably with regard to, you know, lots of walking to get things mm -hmm. and, and going to get materials or information or whatever, that transportation, you know, we've talked about how much, what, what is a minute worth in your office? You know, yeah. if you're producing $500 an hour, that could be $8.33 a minute. And yes. oftentimes it's more than that. So if you are spending even, you know, one minute with every patient or two minutes, or that adds up. So yeah, make and then sure that- Plus when you get up, you have to take your gloves off. Yeah, which is a cost, it's a waste, cost. that's true. Having to wash your hands, do all that again. So yeah. I think, you know, obviously having, I think headsets are- Oh, headsets are the best. Yes, I um, I'm always surprised now when I go into an office that doesn't have them, yeah. and I have to go through the whole spiel, the same spiel over and over. Yeah. This is this is. You may not ever love these, but yeah. you will not. You will learn that you can't live without them if you give them a try. So, uh, headsets are the best things ever to to uh, prevent that that having to get up and stop and, and wait for or whatever you know. So, um, I would definitely recommend that for sure. Um, so yeah, I think. All these have brought up some really good areas of waste and practices and to doctors and hygienists listening, think about some of these things that we mentioned and is this happening in your practice? Sure. Get together with your team, talk about it, 
get a game plan for how do we eliminate this waste, or not even eliminate, but reduce. You're yeah, always sure. going to have waste in a practice, mm -hmm. but how can we reduce the waste so that we can spend more time on the value-creating right, services? So right. when you're actually scaling their teeth or when you're doing that cramp, those are value. Your customer right? service, you know, the patients will pay for customer they service. Will. We know that. They don't pay for things that, that they don't see as valuable. Exactly. You know? So think about, come up with some solutions on how you can um, reduce the waste that you have in your practice. Um, definitely visit our website, hygieneprofitleaders.com and give us a call. We have a, we have a free consult call on that website and we can talk to you more about um, how to overcome these areas of waste in your practice. So we appreciate you listening to this episode. We're going to talk next week about standardizing your processes. So make sure you tune into that. That's right. going to be a really good episode. So thanks for listening. And as always, stay, stay educated. educated.